What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. Our mission, to spark hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. When you finish a podcast, our hope is that our community would be inspired to live different, to live freely and boldly because of the love of Jesus. We'll be your hosts. I'm Zach. And I'm Brooke. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Built Different Podcast. I hope and pray you guys had a blessed weekend and are having a great start to the week. Man, I'm so thankful that you guys decided to tune in with us today because the guest we have with us is such an incredible and an inspirational leader and someone that I think you'll be able to glean so much from in the short time we have together today. Man, I'm thrilled to say that this week's guest is Mr. Michael Strawn, who is actually one of my former high school football teammates at Liberty Christian Academy here in Lynchburg, Virginia. And man, he's someone that I've watched grow and develop for the last eight years now, all the way to soaring heights as he's living out his childhood dream of competing as an NFL wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. You know, where I want to really though start today out is by thinking back to when I was a kid. Like most kids, you know, I always dreamt of being a professional athlete myself and growing up, progressing from rec ball to travel ball to high school baseball to college baseball. Um, And like myself, my dad, though, who lives in that sports psychology lane, what he'd always remind me is he'd always say, Bud, remember, the further you go up or develop in sports, the smaller the skill gap closes. So what's that mean? That means the further you progress or grow up in whatever field it may be in, everyone starts looking more and more alike. Everyone's talented. They all have the abilities to get the job done, but there's something inside of a select group of individuals to really have what it takes to stand out in the midst of the elite. And what is it, you may ask? Well, in the sports psychology lane, it's something we call the intangibles, this inner fire or desire within individuals that pushes them to heights nobody else could even dare to try and explore. The intangibles are things like having a purpose, consistency, work ethic, respect for yourself and others, being a good teammate, perseverance, persistence, perspective, internal belief, confidence, humility, and so many more. Those are just a few that come to my mind off the front. But don't get me wrong, right? Talent, it'll get you places, but it'll only take you so far. But if you implement these intangibles within your life on top of the talent that God has already blessed you with, then that's a dangerous combination, my friends. Talent matters, yes, but when accompanied by the intangibles, you go further and stay longer than you could have ever dreamt or expected. Michael Our guest today is someone who's been blessed with an immense amount of talent from a young age, but I truly believe the reason he is competing at the highest level where he is today is because he has literally given and given up so much to get there. Today, you're not only going to hear about his incredible story and testimony that has shaped the man and athlete he is today, but you'll also hear about his secret recipe to success. I love this quote from the episode that you're about to hear when Mike says, the road to success is never easy. It may look different for everyone, but it's always an uphill battle. Mm. My friends, today I want you to remember something. Everyone has talent, but what's rare, however, is the courage to follow it to the dark places where it may lead. I know you have big goals and dreams and aspirations, but what are you willing to do and what are you willing to give up to get there? Dig deep and never, ever, ever 
give up. Everyone, let me introduce you to my dear friend, Mr. Michael Strawn. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today, brother. Thanks for having me, Zach. Appreciate you. Man, so exciting just to get the opportunity to catch up with you today and really just to hear more about your story and all that the Lord has been doing in and through your life. For all the listeners out there, Michael Strawn is a wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts, but about eight years ago now, Mike, you and I were playing high school football together in Lynchburg, Virginia for the Liberty Christian Academy Bulldogs. Man, it's insane to think how fast eight years can fly by, but I would love to just start our time together today by having you share about maybe your experience growing up in the Bahamas and then coming to LCA to attend high school. And then I'm super interested just to hear about what you've been up to since your LCA days and how you've seen the Lord's hand and fingerprints just all throughout your life. Yes. You know, like I said, man, I appreciate you having me. I'm excited, you know, that we could hop on and share, you know, experiences and share the past and, you know, reminisce on certain things. But, you know, it's been a process for me, you know, like you mentioned, I'm from the Bahamas, born and raised. Um, it was always a dream of mine and my family's, um, you know, for me to play in, in, in the NFL and, you know, to, you know, football was always the sport that I loved the most. Um, yeah. My dad, I played for Bethune-Cookman. So that's, you know, that's where it came about because football, people tend to ask, you know, it's not that big in the Bahamas, but right. uh, that's where it came from. For me, my dad, he played and, and, you know, he was able to teach me, you know, receive at a young age. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's crazy because I'm, um, you know, I moved over here. They sent me over at the age of, of 16. I want to say I finished my 10th, 11th and 12th grade. And the reason why we did it, you know, and made that sacrifice is because, you know, we wanted for me to, to come over and get a scholarship opportunity so that I could get my, you know, I could also get graduate from college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, came over, you know, we had a great team. And, you know, at LCA, you guys were there. <laughs> a lot of different um, um, guys, you know, Coach Rocco, he was the head coach at the time. And, you know, it was just a blessing for me coming there. You know, I was able to meet so much people and build relationships. And, you know, I felt so blessed, you know, my last year, I, you know, I got a few offers, but, you know, the University of Charleston, they came in, you know, they, they liked me a lot. You know, they allowed me to run track and play football. You know, track was also a big sport for me as well. You know, coming yeah. from behind that speed, I used it for football. So, you know, they came in, they were, they were like, you know, we're going to give you a full scholarship. We're going to allow you to play football and run track. And I came in, you know, God blessed me with that offer and, you know, did all of my four, four years there. And from there, you know, now in the NFL, I was, you know, blessed to be drafted and, you know, working hard from now. Man, Mike, it's amazing just to see what God has done and into your life. Like I said, just since high school, since I last saw you eight years ago, that truly is crazy how fast it goes by. But one word you said that really stuck out to me is sacrifice. Not only did your family sacrifice so much, but you were willing to say yes to say, you know what, I'm coming here from my sophomore, junior, and senior season to see what God has in store for me. And man, he has had so much in store for you. It's so encouraging to see. Something I want to transition to is we chatted about this on the phone a couple of days ago leading up to this interview. You mentioned how going to the University of Charleston in West Virginia, which is a D2 school, um, that you said it was a great choice and fit for you that really paved the way for you to get to the next level, being the NFL where you are today. But I feel like a lot of people, Mike, especially young athletes, need to hear that they don't have to go to the big D1 schools or get the big D1 offers to be able to make a difference or be an impact player or even compete at the next level because you're truly a testament and example of just that. 
So Mike, could you just help our listeners understand what your mindset was as you committed to the University of Charleston and how your experience there helped shape the professional athlete that you are today? Um, yeah, you know, my mindset, you know, towards it, you know, I prayed about the whole situation, you know, whenever you're in, a, whenever you're in, a, in a situation, you know, you just sit there, you pause, you, you, you know, you pray about it. And that's what I did. And, you know, God allowed me peace, you know, making the decision to go to Charleston. And, you know, I just had to sit back and realize, you know, God could do the impossible. You know, if God be right. for you, it would be against you. So, you mm-hmm. know, I went that mindset and... And, you know, I just just felt like it was the best route for me. Um, You know, I fit in really well. You know, I had great teachers, great coaches, you know, great teammates. Um, You know, you don't you don't always have to, you know, go to the biggest school to to be the best. You know, I I have a big heart. You know, I come from a small, I have a big heart. So, you know, I just let I just allow my heart to speak for itself. And, you know, even when I'm on the field, you know, I play with passion and I've you know, I, you know, I said to myself, you know, if they could see me, you know, if they could see my work ethic, if they could see, you know, the passion that I play with, if they could see, you know, how good of a teammate that I am, you know, that would all, you know, help for me going to the next level. And that's just what I did. You know, I just came, I worked every day. I, you know, had great manners, you know, show people respect, um, mm. you know, and that took me a long way. Man, I love that you're saying that because we're about to dive into that, right? The intangibles. But I love that you said about God sometimes using the improbable, right, to accomplish his impossible. I think oftentimes that's just trusting God and understanding that we can really just rely, give our life completely over to him and allow him to do with it whatever he pleases, knowing that he has our best interest in mind, no matter what route he takes us on. So, Mike, that's so encouraging to hear. You know, something that we talk a lot about, as we just mentioned, in the sports psychology field is how the further you you go up and you develop in sports, the smaller that skill gap window closes. In other words, everyone in the NFL is talented, Mike, right? Everybody got signed or drafted for the specific reasons built around their talents and abilities. But there's a word that we love to use, something I want to talk about today called the intangibles. You see, the intangibles are things that set people apart besides their talent. Things like work ethic, perseverance, mindset, perspective, and more. Mike, what are some of the intangibles that maybe you've learned throughout your upbringing and journey that you believe have separated you and helped carry you all the way to the NFL where you are today? Yeah, so the biggest thing for me was, you know, number one, you know, my belief in God, my belief in myself, you know, discipline, consistency, you know, those things are what carry me through my whole process and it just you know you know it's, it's never going to be easy the road to success is never easy you know it's always some obstacles you know you're gonna you know sometimes cross some adversity and you know i i'm i've went through a lot of adversity you know in my road you know people see you and you know they see the success but they don't see you know what it took for you to get there and right. you know you know what it takes for you to get where you want to go so you know go, going before you know, before you make a decision on what you want to do, you know, you know exactly what you have to do to get there. So for me, you know, I, I knew that I was going to have to be disciplined. I was going to have to be consistent, you know, and I went into it and, you know, I was blessed. I was blessed and kept moving forward from there. Mm. Discipline. You know, that's a great word, I think, for young athletes really to hear and to hold on to, because what that really is, it's it's staying committed to things that really mean something to you, right? Like, like you said, work ethic is something that you can be disciplined in. Being a good teammate is something you can be disciplined in. That's something I want to hear about for a second, Mike. What's that like at the professional level when you talk about relational stuff 
What is it like to just be a good teammate every single day for the guys on the Indianapolis Colts roster? It's, it's crazy, you know, because the biggest thing for me coming in as a rookie last year, you know, in college, you, you know, you go from playing with, you know, with college athletes, you know, a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys don't make it to the NFL. So you go from playing with, you know, the college athletes to now, you know, I have guys like Matt Ryan, who's my teammate, actually Carson Wentz, <laughs> who, you know, you did the um, podcast and stuff or whatever with, he was yeah. my teammate here. So, you know, you come in the league and now you have these superstars as your teammate. And, you know, the biggest thing is for you to remain humble. And, and you know, I'm a humble guy. You know, I always, you know, Carson last year, I always tell him, you know, I want to be like you. You know, just <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but, you know, it's just, just being humble and, you know, um, letting the guys know, you know, be, being yourself. You know, show, show the guys that you're willing to be yourself and contribute in, in many ways for the team. Mm, I love that, man. Just being yourself and letting guys know that you want to contribute in the best way possible. You know, something I find super cool about you, Mike, is that you're one of a limited number of bohemian-born NFL athletes. That being said, I know you. Um, and I can't help but think that every day you get the opportunity to put on those pads and put on the Colts jersey and put on those nice and shiny cleats and that fancy helmet and take <laughs> the field, like you're saying, right, to compete with and against some yeah. of the greatest athletes and superstars in the world. Um, I, I know you and I know you're so thankful for your family, uh, for your upbringing, for everyone back in the Bahamas that has helped shape you and really get you to where you are today. So, Mike, being at the pinnacle of your sport, how do you stay humble and stay rooted in remembering where you came from? Um, well, you know, for me, um, after, you know, a day, you know, after a day of training, you know, when I get home, you know, the thing, the, the thing that I enjoy is calling my family back at home, talking with my family, my yeah. parents, you always have these discussions and, you know, they would give me their, you know, their, their two cents on certain things. And, you know, we'll just talk, we'll just talk, you know, different situations and different scenarios through. And, you know, they would kind of keep me grounded. And for me, you know, I don't, I don't normally share this, but every morning for me, you know, I, I, I wake up and, you know, I, I dedicate the first part of my morning and reading my Bible. And, mm. you know, that kind of, you know, that helps for, for me along the way, you know, each day I'm, you know, I wake up, I get up and read my Bible, I do my devotion and that kind of takes my whole day, you know, after doing that, I just feel refreshing and, and you know, feel great the, the rest of the day. So that kind of was keeping me grounded each day, you know, taking each each step day by taking each step day by day. Mm, that's incredible to hear, because when we talk about humility, right, nobody more humble than Christ who came to serve and not to be served. Right. He was fully God, yet fully man. Yet he came to this earth, right, to be a good teammate, to steward what God had blessed him with. So, man, that's. That's great to hear, and I think that's some very good wisdom that young athletes listening to this podcast can hear from you today, an NFL athlete saying that he starts out his day every day being rooted and anchored in God's word. You know, Mike, that's what I love about you, too, is that you are just unashamed of your faith in Christ. Um, it's refreshing to me to be able to interview athletes like yourself who really are just boldly professing their faith in Jesus and understanding that you're standing on truth of his word and you're proud to be a Christian athlete, right? Christian first, because you'll always be a Christian. One day, whether or not you want to or not, you're going to hang up your cleats, right? I hung up my baseball cleats years ago, but right. you're going to hang up those cleats, but you'll always have the identity in Christ and not in sport anymore. Mike, for a second, help us understand why you think athletes are so susceptible to losing their identity in a sport 
rather than remembering it's found in Christ? Um, because I feel, you know, they're just so focused on, you know, these worldly things, you know, things that go on in the world, things that they see on social media, things that they see even, you know, as you walk the street, you know, it's just, I just, I'm not faced by those things. I feel like, you know, for people, if they can just, you know, be themselves and, you know, just enjoy life and thank God for what you have, you know, be so much better. You know, I just, one, you know, just the other day, I had to sit down and, you know, I looked around, you know, I, I had to sit back and look at where I was at and, you know, think of, thinking like five years ago, I never thought I would have been, you know, here today. So I just had to sit back, you know, thank God for what I have. Thank God, you know, moving forward, you know, what I'm, the blessings he's about to share with me. So just sometimes you got to sit down and humble yourself to God and just be thankful for what you have. And, and you know, you don't know how it's going to come, but it's just... You just got to be thankful. <laughs> mm, I think that's great, bro. Because like you said, sometimes we really do just have to thank God for what he's blessed us with in the given moment. Comparison, yeah. it said comparison's the thief of joy. And I think for athletes especially, right, we're super competitive and it's super easy for our competitiveness to lead toward the trap of comparison, which then leads us down this rabbit, rabbit hole trail that literally we can never catch up to. And it's never enough. We can never have enough. And like you said, in a sense, sports can become almost like a godless culture where we're yep. constantly seeking fame and fortune and sex and women and so many different things. And I'm sure, right, there's a lot of people, we've all had those teammates that are doing those things. But Mike, how do you choose every single day to stay anchored in God's word, not only in his word, but just in being maybe somebody that can have be a reflection in a locker room, in a professional locker room like that, um, just anchored in Christ? I feel like, you know, you just got to know the mission that you're on. You know, everybody I feel like is on a mission, you know, and for you to get to that mission, you got to know what to give up, who to give up and how do you give it up? You know, so I just feel like you just got to, you know, you got to know your background. You got to know where you came from. You know, um, you know, everybody have different situations. Um, but I just feel like once you know where you came from and know the mission and know where you want to head to, you have to be able to give up certain things to get there. Mm, man, that's powerful right there. I've heard it said, what are you willing to do and what are you willing to give up to be the best version of you that you can possibly be? And I think that right there is a great message, Mike. Man, I've always just have so much fun connecting with you. I remember back in our high school days, I love just chatting you up. But man, it's been fun just catching up with you today and just seeing the trajectory that God has you on, Mike. But how we always like to kind of end our episodes is by leaving the door open for our guests to kind of share with us something that maybe God has been teaching them in the season of their life, or maybe just something, a pressing word God has placed on your heart to share with us today as you leave us. So what's that word that kind of you feel God just nudging you to share with our listeners as we leave? Well, actually, right now, I'm actually going through a bit of adversity. You know, um, this summer, um, I had I had to do a, a surgery on my knee. I had a torment. Mm -hmm. This, um, that happened to me in OTAs um, a few months ago, and I had a after my surgery, my I developed hematoma in my calf, and I had to have mm -hmm. a second surgery, um, will place me back in my healing process. You know, because I was I was supposed to originally be back by now for camp. Um, you know, be back in, and participating in whatnot. But currently, I'm out due to the to the surgery. I'm always I'm almost back. Um, thank God for that. But um, yeah, it's been it's been a rough road for me this summer. I'm trying to get back um, from all from these injuries, and you know I had two surgeries in two weeks. 
Um, it, you know, it's just so it's just been real challenging with that. And, you know, I was in so much pain, you know, over the summer, you know, I would have nights where I would sit down and just think, why, why am I going through this? But, you know, I had to realize, you know, everything is, you know, with God timing, um, um, things, things that you might be going through that you don't like. Um, you know, I feel like all of that is temporary. You know, if you believe you could get out of something, you could get out of it. And, you know, right now I'm, you know, getting back into running, getting back in, in shape, getting ready for, you know, this upcoming week. Um, we start, you know, we start our preseason games and, you know, I plan to play before training camp um, is over. So, you know, it's just been it's just been a long, long ride these past few months trying to get over this in, try to get over these um, injuries and all of that stuff. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing that, you know, God has taught me throughout this whole situation is, you know, you just got to be patient. You got a lot work within me because he always have a he always has his plan, you know, and the way how he does things. So I just have to trust and embrace that. And, you know, I've, I've just, I haven't even been thinking about my situation. I've just been, you know, focused on, you know, what God has for me in the future. And I'm just doing what I doing, what I'm doing and controlling what I can control. Hmm. Two passages of scripture that come to my mind as you bring up the word patience, right? Galatians six, nine says, do not grow weary in doing what is right for in due time, you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. And then I think of when we're going through these desert-like seasons in our life, seasons of adversity, when we don't know what God's will is for our life, First Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18 say, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in every circumstance, for this is God's will for our life in Christ Jesus. So, Mike, that's our prayer for you, man, as you continue to rehab, as you continue to come back. And I know you're going to be an impact player, man. And you're just waiting your turn, but I know you're not just wasting your weight, but you're putting in that work day in and day out that you would rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks, brother. So, man, just thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your friendship. I'm blessed to say that I was once your teammate, and I look forward to continually cheering you on throughout your endeavor in football, man. Man, I'm blessed to say that, you know, we're good friends. I'm blessed, you know, that we were able to be teammates. Um, you know, all of those things, you know, I look at as blessings and, you know, you can't trade those relationships for the world. Those are priceless. So, you know, thank you for having me, you know, um, can't wait to see you soon. Hopefully I'll, you know, take, make a visit down there soon when I get some time, um, see you guys catch up a bit. Um, so thank you for having me, man. Absolutely, Mike. Man, what a powerful episode, just getting to hear the journey from a professional athlete's perspective of what it takes to not only get to the top of one's field, but then to excel and stay there. You know, when I hear stories like Mike's, it inspires me to keep pushing and to keep my head down, to keep working, to keep grinding, and to keep paying my dues. You know, the truth is so many of us have big goals and dreams and aspirations, but we're scared to expound upon the talent the Lord has blessed us with because maybe we're scared that if we try, will fail. Well, I'm here today to tell you this. 90% of reaching your goal is simply showing up. And I don't know about you, but I'd much rather live with the pain of effort than the regret of not even trying. You know, as I've continued to do my research on what sparks change within individuals to begin living a better life, or even what separates the most elite athletes of all time, two words really come to my mind. Perseverance and persistence. You know, I pulled these two words from a man by the name of John Norcross's Cycles of Change. This man literally devoted his life 
to understanding the process that individuals go through when trying to spark change in their own lives. Listen to these next two definitions for me. John defines perseverance as the continual journey toward one's desired goals, regardless of the challenge or adversity that may arise. In other words, difficulties will come, leaving us susceptible to experiencing slip-ups or lapses in our journey, urges to give up, and even cravings to regress. Yet we must do everything in our power to continually get back up and on track with our goals. And secondly, he defines persistence as the intentional and active pursuit an individual must have to continually create change, move forward, and progress throughout one's journey. Those are powerful definitions right there, you guys. I've also heard it described that the enemies of persistence are complacency and stagnancy, and that we should encourage individuals to continually set new goals in order to reinvent themselves. Lastly, I want to add a last and third word to the mix, which is purpose. My friends, what's your why? I love what Mike talked about when discussing what living a life for Christ looked like, even in a secular world and culture. And he talked about living life with a mission in mind. My friends, what's your mission? What drives you to keep pushing? What motivates you to continually reinvent yourself to never stop reaching new heights? What is it that in a world that would love nothing more for you to fit in will make you stand out? I believe we all have that one thing. We just need to identify it. Because until we do, we place ourselves in vulnerable positions as we're too willing to trade what we want most for what we want now. Your purpose is what will keep you committed to your initial commitment far after the feeling you made it in has already left. So today, my friends, let your perseverance, your persistence, and your purpose take you places you've only dreamt of. And be willing to suffer and endure for what you want out of this life. Nobody said it would be easy, but I promise it will be worth it. As always, you guys, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Built Different Podcast. Podcast.